You are listening to the Spirit Keepers Archive with Sarah Haskins. Hello, friends, and welcome to the first episode of the Spirit Keepers Archive. I am so excited to be facilitating this podcast and bringing you all kinds of information and interesting ways to communicate with your inner self, your higher self, and your consciousness. Today, I'm going to explain the concept of a spirit keeper. Spoiler alert, it's you. And we're going to explore how your awareness of your own consciousness shapes your life. Then I'm going to explain how a very well-crafted tarot consultation can ignite your intuition and guide you to discover your own answers. All right, so to get started, and in order to explain the concept of a spirit keeper, I want to talk a little bit about human consciousness. And I want to talk about how our consciousness differs from our brain and our mind. Scientists have come a really long way in understanding our human evolution and our physical existence. But the origin of our consciousness still remains a mystery. Scientists don't know what consciousness is or where it comes from. So what's the difference? Our consciousness is not our mind. Consciousness is not our thinking mind. It's not our ability to learn or to walk or talk or eat or drive a car. But our consciousness is the spark of life that gives us the capacity to think thoughts and the ability to be self-aware and to have experiences that are different from the experiences of the people around us. And what I mean by that is like, If I watch a movie and I experience watching that movie, my sister might watch the exact same movie and have a completely different experience. But because we can't pinpoint exactly what consciousness is, and because scientists don't know where it comes from, there's a common belief that it comes from something that is outside of the human experience. Something that is bigger than just being a human. And that is something intangible and unknowable. Many people like to call it God. Others call it energy or a vibration or source or the universe. There's many different names that it goes by, but it's essentially all the same concept. So when I talk about being a spirit keeper, what I mean is you are in the practice of getting in touch with the part of yourself that is connected to something bigger and cultivating a very deep connection with your consciousness or your inner self. And then being the keeper of that or the guardian of that, this consciousness that you have is yours and it's yours alone. No one else can experience your consciousness just as you cannot experience anyone else's consciousness. Only you can think your thoughts or make your choices or see the world in the unique way that only you do. And so being a spirit keeper is to know that and to own that Own that part of yourself and guard that part of yourself. And here's a very important part also. Release the desire to try to control that part of other people. You can't do it. 
It's about being in tune with something bigger than yourself and taking the time out to really know who you are and what you think and feel and how you perceive the reality around you. Being a spirit keeper is a practice. So it's something that you're going to work on all the time, every day. And sometimes you'll be really aware that you're working on it. And other times you'll slip back into just the way that you normally are or have always been. But it is a practice, just like yoga or meditation. It takes a lot of awareness and a lot of time. And it's not something that you're ever going to master or finish or complete. It's just something that you do and you get better at it the more you do it. And the more you do it, the more you become attuned to your mind and your body and your reality and all the things that you can actually create in your life. There are many different practices to being a spirit keeper. Christians go with prayer. Spiritualists go with manifestation. And scientists refer to the practice as quantum physics. But it's essentially all the same. It's turning the power of your mind and the connection that your consciousness has with something bigger than our human reality and making it work for you. Because many times in our lives, myself included, we are all guilty of this, we end up letting our thinking minds, our brains run the show. We don't actively think about it. We just kind of go through life on autopilot. I mean, we have our hopes and our aspirations, but we're just kind of moving through the muck and hoping for the best. And it's easy to fall into our routines and just let life happen to us instead of creating a life that comes from us. So the fact of the matter is, your brain is the most powerful tool that you have. But a lot of the time, we're not practicing using our brain and our consciousness to our advantage. We don't take the time out to observe our thoughts and emotions and actions. Instead, we're just reacting to all the outside influences and circumstances that are constantly bombarding our lives. So the practice of being a spirit keeper is the practice of this idea that you can tap into the magic of being human. And it's easy. All you have to do is take a step back and really look at your life, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And by being aware of them, actively aware of them, you can use the power of your consciousness to shape those things and make your life better. Now, when I say that it's easy... It is easy, but it's so easy that it's difficult. It's daunting. It feels hard. We think that it has to be so difficult and that there's so many steps that we would have to take in order to achieve or to obtain the life we want, but it's really about changing your thinking, your emotions, and your actions. But first, you have to become aware of what you're thinking, feeling, and the actions that you're taking so that you can better assess what you're doing versus where you want to go. So, like I said, it's easy, but it's so easy that it is relatively difficult because it takes a lot of time and a lot of awareness. 
And the truth is that all of the answers lie within you. They're just buried within you under all the reactions and all the circumstances and all the distractions and routines and obligations that can really bog us down and occupy the majority of our thinking. So how are we going to explore tapping into your consciousness in this podcast? Well, First of all, going into your consciousness and being a spirit keeper doesn't have to look or be one specific way. There are endless ways to do it. You can do it through prayer, through meditation, through journaling, or even through exploring different philosophies and psychologies and sciences and religions. But in this podcast, I am going to do it through the tarot. Now you might think, all right, Sarah, why the tarot? (laughs) And the answer is because I like it. And just like the mystery of human consciousness, I am fascinated by the tarot. So real quick, a little history about how I started. When I first started learning about the tarot, it was during the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic when I had nothing else to do. Years prior to the pandemic, someone had given me a box of tarot cards and I had shoved them into a drawer and completely forgotten about them. They probably sat in that drawer for, I don't know, like three or four years. But then the pandemic hit and I work in the service industry. So we were shut down for three months, maybe a little longer. And what did we all do during the pandemic? (laughs) We baked a lot of bread and we cleaned all the junk out of our houses. (laughs) So while I was doing this deep dive cleaning of my home, I found those tarot cards that I had shoved into a drawer years prior. And I was like, okay, well, this could be a fun thing to learn. I could entertain myself. I could entertain my friends. It'll give me something to do. So I signed up for a tarot class on udemy.com. And I found a beginner class, and it was taught by a woman named Sal Jade. And she was this funny, beautiful Australian lady that broke the tarot down into this really easy way to learn. And it made it very fascinating. And so what started out as a prescription for the complete and utter boredom of not having anything to do during the pandemic turned out to be something that I found absolutely fascinating and I just couldn't learn enough about it. And one of the things that I learned is that the tarot is not this quirky party trick to predict the future. Despite some people claiming that it can predict the future, that's not actually how the tarot works. It's not a predictor of future events that are set in stone. It's a mirror into your subconscious and your present moment. So when you hear me doing a consultation for someone on this podcast, you won't hear me make any predictions. No predictions about the future, when you're going to make a million dollars or have a baby or meet the person of your dreams. Instead, it's going to be more about reading the present energy around any given situation and what the probable outcome of that energy is moving forward. Tarot is extremely subjective. It reflects things that you already know, but that you haven't consciously acknowledged. As I said before, the answers are always within you. 
Sometimes those answers are just buried. The tarot is really good at drawing out that answer through your imagination and through your intuition. But how does it do that? Well, the imagery, symbolism, philosophy, psychology, and archetypes that are present in the tarot literally show us the full spectrum of the human condition. I was fascinated by this. When I started learning the tarot, I found it very interesting how in just 78 cards, the entire human experience is represented. And by examining the symbols and the imagery on the cards, we activate our imagination. We flare up our intuition. And that helps us to better understand our emotions, our thoughts and conflicts in any given situation. To put it very simply, Tarot acts like a tool to retrieve information from our unconscious. It offers us creative solutions, different perspectives, or breakthroughs for moving forward. It's more about the present and how to cultivate your thoughts, feelings, and actions in order to create a desired future. All right, so I know that all seems like a lot of information, and it really is, and some of it may have resonated with you, and some of it may be something you haven't been able to quite wrap your mind around yet, and that is okay. As you tune into the upcoming episodes and you hear multiple real-life situations and the tarot card consultations that I do around those situations, my hope is that you then start to understand not only how the tarot works, but how reflection and self-awareness are the keys to creating a life that you are in love with. So that's what being a spirit keeper is in a nutshell. And that's why I created this podcast and why I called it the Spirit Keepers Archive. As part of the archive, every week, you will listen to a listener question, a listener situation, something that they're dealing with or going through, and I will do little mini tarot consultations around their situation and their question in order to expand their mind and pull out the answers that are inside of them. And I do this so that they can grow and so that you can see how it helps you grow as well. A lot of times, some of the perspectives and the symbolism and the archetypes that come up in a consultation are applicable to many other people. So if there's a situation that's bumping around inside your mind that you haven't found a solution to, and you're exploring your spirituality and you're looking for different perspectives or how to engage with your own thinking and your emotions and your actions, This is something different that is interesting and fun and helps you to explore a different avenue. I am also going to have mini episodes on here every week as well. Those mini episodes will have little tips and tricks for consulting the tarot for yourself. We'll talk about oracle cards on the mini episodes and we'll talk about different books and gurus and modalities that are very interesting and that can help you get in touch with yourself, with your consciousness, with your higher self and really broaden your horizons and maybe open a doorway that you didn't even know was there. All right, friends. Thank you for joining me on this first episode. Your top three takeaways for this episode are, number one, every person on earth is a spirit keeper. 
every person is the keeper or guardian of the part of their consciousness that is connected to something bigger than themselves. Number two, being a spirit keeper is a practice that involves getting in touch with the part of yourself that's connected to the universe, and it requires awareness and regular practice similar to yoga or meditation. It's not something that you master or complete. And number three, tarot is the tool that this podcast will use for retrieving information from the unconscious, offering creative solutions and different perspectives for moving forward. The emphasis is on the present and how to shape your thoughts, feelings, and actions for a desired future. Have a great day, friends.